Hi-ti-ti-ti-ti. Well, it's that time of year again. I like to... <laughs> oh, man, I'm trying this Irish accent. I'm, I'm no good anymore at Irish. Ah, here we go. Happy St. Patrick's Day to you all. And a great day to you. Welcome to Tea with Kehoe. Good afternoon, good morning, good evening, good whenever you happen to be listening. Welcome to Tea with Kehoe. I am Kehoe. I have my tea with me next to me. It is a Tim Hortons large tea. I'm calling it a Timmy tea. And I was out at work and I, on the way home, I grabbed that and their breakfast loaded wrap with bacon and sausage and egg and the hash brown inside and all wrapped up. Really damn good. So that's what I got. And so that's my tea for this uh, episode. How's everyone doing today? I'm doing wonderful. It is St. Patrick's Day. Happy day to you. And the sun is out and it's in the 50s and it's a nice day. So yay. Spring feels like it has sprung. We're still a few days away from the official start of spring, but you know, it feels good. And there's something that happened today, which I feel, you know, represents or is a good, yeah, good representation of how much this pandemic and uh, the quarantine and has really effed with my mind. Now, for several, a couple decades at least, if not a little bit more, but 20 years at least, me and my buddy Pat and a handful of our friends have gathered in one particular spot on Allen Street, or on Delaware, near Allen, for the St. Patrick's Day Parade. Typically, or traditionally, the Sunday before St. Patrick's Day. And, I mean, it started with me and him when, uh, at 16, his mother took him and I down to the parade, and she was working in a building on the corner of Delaware and Allen, or on uh, Delaware and North. It's been a while, folks, since I've been down there. And we went up on the roof of that place. They didn't like it, but we snuck up on the roof and we watched the parade up there. And it was glorious. It was so fun. And then when we could, you know, when we were old enough, we just started going down there and meeting at this one spot. So it had been going on for so long. Uh, Hell, uh, the 90s, since in the 90s, so it's over 20 years. And every year when you are preparing and getting ready to go, you're worried about, you know, I was worried about, was my kilt clean and was it all set? Did I have all the appropriate accoutrements, uh, you know, my uh, socks and the flare and the, my uh, sporin and my little knife in the sock and my little uh, pin, my little sword pin that clipped on my uh, kilt and kept it closed on the bottom and all the right stuff. I uh, would always be preparing and thinking about St. Patrick's Day and therefore thinking about corned beef and cabbage and where are we going to go? Which place are we going to get it at? How many times are we going to get it? And it has ebbed in years, and as of late, not we would I would do one corned beef and cabbage meal 
a season where in years past I would probably do at least three, if not four. Find restaurants, events this way or that way and just get my, you know, you know, get my fix. But Cheryl's not a big fan of corned beef and cabbage and the whole nine yards. And that is understandable. But she then doesn't think about it. And last year, there was still some prepping. We thought that it might happen still last year. And then right before the parade was going to happen, and they, uh, they canceled it. And rightfully so. So that kind of sucked. But the thought of corned beef and cabbage was on the mind, and we had some. And I found some, and it was good. I believe her brother made it. So it was, you know, so there was, the meal was to be had. But this year, I did not think of it at all. I knew there was no parade. Didn't think about it. I, just today was the first time I thought about my kilt. Or no, last night when I said, should I wear my kilt to work? No, I'm not. So, uh, (laughs) but it was, you know, not even a thought this year. And that really freaking sucks. You know, you knew there was no parade. And that was saddening. So, last night, her brother, Steve's brother, called Cheryl and said, Hey, I forgot about corned beef and cabbage. Can you get me some? And to her credit, after a 13-hour day of work, she went and got some for him. And when she went to a couple stores, didn't find what she needed at any one store, and she was just, come with me. So I, she came home, picked me up. You know, we went and went to the last two, uh, the two stores that we knew had some of each. So we got, you know, the corned beef at one and the, the cabbage, vegetables and carrots at another and brought them home. And it was my job this morning to, before work, take them to her brother so he can make them. And because it just wasn't a thought on my brain ever. I got up, got ready, and went to work and didn't even think about the corned beef and cabbage. And then on, you know, a few hours later, I get a call. Hey, when you bring that stuff over? And I was like, holy crap. And I was close enough to home where I could, like, swing by and just, uh, pick it up. And so I got there by 11, which is later than I wanted it. I thought it'd be there around, like, 9.30. So, I mean, not a big deal. But that's the whole thing. It never even was in my brain. That's how much this thing is sort of messing with my mind. And I know there's probably, it's probably worse for a lot of folks. But I think we're all in this boat of like, eh, yeah. What? Uh, yeah, what? Ooh. Do we? Uh, I don't. What? Uh, yeah. What? Mm-hmm. Sure. Mm, yeah. What? Oh, God damn it. Oh. That's how I think a lot of people feel. Because that's how I feel sometimes. And, you know, you see things that are happening and you're like, mm-hmm. Should we be? No. Uh, mm. Or 
you're missing things. And and that's how we feel, everybody. We've got those nonsensical noises coming out of us. I do it all the freaking time. It's, eh. What can you do? I don't know any. Maybe tea. As many of you may know, and as many as you may not know, 10 years ago, I wrote 420 the musical. And one of the main characters in the musical was the Mighty High, the king of the land of 420, the ethereal dream world um, from the mind of our lead character in the play, Jerry. And as we produced it and performed it, I played the Mighty High for many years in a row. And it sort of became a part of who I was. And if you go on Instagram and look up The Mighty High, you'll find me. And when I was on TikTok for a little, like, half hiccup, uh, I was The Mighty High. And that's just sort of been like a little nickname for me since that point. And so I'm going to bring The Mighty High into Tea with Kehoe in a new segment that I'm going to call... Contemplations, ponderings, notions, musings, ideas, thoughts from the mighty high. So, do you want something like, here is my idea? No, just the normal. All right. Really? All right. We on? Okay. Hi. Muddy, hi. It's great to see you. I mean, you know what I mean, right? Cool. All right. Here's my idea. Here it is. Next year, we call 2022. That's right. 2022. We'll write it out. 2020-TWO. 2022 electric do-over. I think we deserve it. And as of the mighty high, I decree that next year shall be a do-over year. So, that's my idea. And uh, my decree, I guess. So, uh, I'll see you next time. Have a good night. Bye. This is an interlude, an interlude, an interlude. Now this interlude, this interlude is done. So I've been thinking about this for a while. And I had this idea. And it's not a mighty high idea. I mean, like, it's a real idea. So would anyone be interested in a long-form improv class? that focuses on dramatic improv. That's it right there. I'm looking to offer a class in dramatic improv long form for the sole purpose of wanting to put a troupe together and perform dramatic improv. And if anyone would be interested let me know, either 
on the Facebook page, Tea with Kehoe. Uh, respond to my Instagram photos on Tea with Kehoe on Instagram or The Mighty High on Instagram. Look for those, type those into the search bar and find them and follow me and I'll follow back. Um, I think that's what you do, right? You follow back if you're followed. I, that the, but uh, if anyone would be interested in that, and uh, I've been doing my explorations into it myself and one person does not I mean, I have done a one-man show um, for a few years, many years, at uh, Festivus in Richmond, Virginia, uh, but mostly in Buffalo's infringement festivals, uh, but twice down in Virginia. And uh, so one-man show is not impossible, but I want to put together a group of dramatic improvators who uh, are looking to explore that realm. So that's my thought. That's my idea. I wonder uh, what you guys think. Let me know. Comment here. Comment wherever you are listening. Find a way to leave me a message if that's something you're interested in. Alrighty, well, I think I'm going to begin to wrap this thing up because I know there's a corned beef and cabbage dinner waiting for me relatively soon. And I'm looking forward to enjoying that. And I don't know when. All I know is we're going to get a call and they're going to be like, dinner's ready. And it's like, go get food. It's going to be good. It was a nice, like almost a five pound part, you know, like, round it was called you know around uh corned beef and it was huge like i called it uh what i call it uh, uh what the hell did i call it uh crapola I had a fun name last night that i had did you ever do that like you think of something that's really fun and uh gigantor that's why i called it gigantor but you think of something and you have a, a you know nice laugh with it you think it's funnier than hell and then completely gone completely gone reason. It's like, why? Why does my brain work like that? Why do I remember what a doorknob looks like in my friend's house from like 35 years ago, but I can't remember a funny word I said last night? Yeah, yeah, I know. It's dumb stuff. Why the memories and the brain works the way it does. When there is certain pieces of, or smells, they, they take me places. If I drive past the lawn that's recently been cut. Good chance. Uh, I'm going to think about the football field where I played Little Loop football in Hamburg. Why? Don't know. It always pops. Not always. I'd say 50% of the time, that memory of, of that place will pop into my head. And all it takes is a, a grass you know, being cut. It's weird. Certain sounds, certain smells, smells more than anything. It's powerful. Those smells are powerful. They can bring you back to moments in a flash. I try to snap my fingers loud and it's not working. There we go. The right hand's got the hard snapper. So, 
<laughs> the heart snapper. Yes, I, uh, I call my thumb and my middle finger the hard snapper. <laughs> Don't get between the hard snapper. So, back to... Now, that's the thing. We laughed. We had a little funny thing about the uh, the hard snapper. Guaranteed if it wasn't on this, we'll forget about it. Like, two weeks from now, I'll forget about the hard snapper. And... Only if I listen to this will I be reminded of the heart snapper. Because that's how memory works, I bet you. But now that we've talked about it, maybe it'll stick in our heads. That's how weird it works. If I went, didn't say anything, it might have happened. Now that I've said something, it's probably going to happen the other way. It's, you know, it's like looking at a particle in the wave. You know, it's like, is it a particle? Is it a wave? It doesn't make up its mind until you look at it or observe it. It's a particle. It's a wave. We don't know. Kind of like memory. We don't know, is it a particle or is it a wave? Is memory, you know, bouncy? Is memory smooth? Is memory twisted? Is memory straight or reversed or what? I don't get it. I don't know why I just said like that. <laughs> but I don't understand how, no one understands how it works. Even the people who study the brain, they have openly admitted they don't fully understand how it works. Just like they don't understand how anesthesia works. You don't, it doesn't quite work or it does work but we don't get how it works so it doesn't quite work into our brains how it does work did that make any sense we can't work out how it works so we are working on an assumption of how it works not even an assumption how it works but we are just working on the fact that it works we know it works so let's use it and then like i've heard folks you know like recently read perhaps it blocks memory but doesn't knock you out. And you're experiencing the whole thing. You're, you know, they're cutting into you. You're feeling it. You're, you know, they're moving shit around. They're feeling it. You're feeling it. Uh, that you can't, you're, you're paralyzed. You can't move. You can't indicate anything. But you can feel everything. But it's such a powerful memory blocker that when it's done, you don't remember that. That's a possibility. I don't think that... I, I pray that's not real. That's horrible. Uh, that is horrible. And then in that same reading, up until a certain point, like into like... I'm not sure what the time frame was, but it was a while back. But they used to do operations on babies without anesthesia because they thought they didn't feel pain. And if they did feel, feel pain, they wouldn't remember it. Ow! That is insanely horrible in my mind. It's inhuman. But they did it. And, oh. So, yeah. Um, it's disturbing as shit. So, um, <laughs> yeah, on that lovely note, um, but <laughs> the mind is a terribly wonderful thing that can be wonderful or terrible. So is it a wonderfully terrible thing or a terribly wonderful thing? I don't know. Is it, you know, how do you... If, if it's wonderfully terrible, you like the terror. If it's terribly wonderful, the, the you're scared of wonderful, which is odd. Uh, so, I, 
I'm going to go. I'm going to go. I'm going to drink some more tea, and I'm going to leave, and I'm uh, uh, going to make my brain uh, more stupid in a little bit. So thank you all for hanging out with me today. Uh, it's not about the tea. It's about the time spent, and I'm so happy you chose to spend your time with me. Uh, go out into the world and be kind, be nice, be happy. Take the beautiful spring, take in that beauty, and give that beauty to someone else. Share it. Maybe they'll share it with the next person, and we'll start a chain of beautiful happiness. That sounds good. I like that idea. Another good idea. Three ideas in this one. Three good ideas in this one, in my opinion, right there. We got uh, idea one from the Mighty High, idea two from me, and idea three from my heart. So, have a great week. I'll talk to you soon. You be well, I'll be well, and good night. Turn this off. And now... Bonus salad. Now, did you know that unlike cats or other animals, uh, the rabbit cannot puke? It cannot vomit. Um, its digestive system is a one-way only. All that roughage that they eat, all that grass, all those things, just keeps it all moving right on out the back end. I didn't know that. I find that rather interesting. And that was some bonus salad. <laughs> and it's from a rabbit, so it's, you know, it's, it works. <laughs>